Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good Friday morning, heading into a holiday weekend, New Year's Eve tomorrow. Capping off a week full of travel and weather challenges. So what is next? It's December 30th, the final Friday of 2022. And this is today. Ready for takeoff? Southwest says it'll be back up and running this morning, scheduling thousands of flights just in time for New Year's. But is it too little too late for those passengers whose holidays were already ruined? This morning, federal officials now promising to hold the airline accountable. We are going to be putting Southwest Airlines under a microscope in terms of their delivering these kinds of reimbursements and refunds to passengers. Ready to rock T-minus one day until the ball drops and the party is on in Times Square for the first time since the pandemic. No COVID restrictions and excitement building. I am very hopeful for 2023. I love new beginnings but will the weather cooperate that storm that wreaked havoc out west set to make it a wet one for millions of americans dylan has the all-important holiday forecast high alert officials bracing for a surge in covid and flu cases after all those holiday parties and travel some places even asking people to social distance once again and to mask up while braving those big crowds and packed airports We'll have everything you need to know to make it a happy and healthy new year. Keeping vigil, all eyes on the Vatican this morning, where 95-year-old Pope Emeritus Benedict is said to be in serious but stable condition. Pope Francis asking for prayers, Catholics around the world sending love and strength. We'll take you there live. Those stories plus honoring an icon, beloved soccer legend Pele losing his battle with cancer yesterday at 82. Fans remembering him this morning as one of the greatest athletes and ambassadors of all time. We'll take a look back at the mark he left in sports and beyond. And how's this for a happy new year? The Mega Millions jackpot jumping up again. 640 million plus and with the next drawing just hours away another shot at unimaginable riches not a bad way to cap off the year today friday december 30th 2022 from nbc news this is today with savannah guthrie and oda cuppy live from studio 1a in rockefeller plaza Good morning and welcome to today and thank you for kicking off your New Year's weekend with us this morning. We're going to get the party started a little bit early. Savannah and Hoda are (laughs) off today. So buy the champagne, set the table and all the favors and get a lotto ticket as well. Get a Mega Millions ticket for sure. $640 million up for grabs. Check out this live location of 7-Eleven in Fort Lauderdale. People are lining up. That'll be a pretty nice start to the New Year. Yeah, that guy who popped his head in the shot. Maybe he's the big winner. We'll keep (laughs) eyes on him. Coming up, speaking of New Year's, we are keeping an eye on 
all aspects of the upcoming holiday this morning, including that travel mess. This is a look at Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport after delays for days, cancellations as well from Southwest Airlines. They are having a ripple effect, but the CEO says that things should be back on track today. Meantime, the final preparations are underway at New York City's Times Square, just a few blocks from here in Studio 1A, where for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic, there will be no COVID restrictions. But there will be rain, that massive storm that brought snow to the Rockies and Midwest. It's going to make its way east. The temperatures expected to be mild, but the forecast includes showers. And yes, showers at midnight. We've got it all covered for you this morning, including Dylan with that forecast. But again, we want to begin this morning in Atlanta with NBC's Blaine Alexander. Blaine, what's it looking like as they head into this last day? Well, Peter, good morning to you. Southwest Airlines spent the entire day yesterday moving employees and crew and aircraft around the country, all in preparation for today, from more than 2,300 cancellations yesterday to just 39 so far this morning. They are back at full capacity. Now, the next order of business is reimbursing passengers, and that's something that the transportation secretary tells me he is watching like a hawk, and he's ready to enforce massive fines if the airline doesn't do right by its customers. After a devastating week for Southwest, this morning, the airline says it's finally ready to take flight. Back to normal operations, executives promise, planning to fly some 4,000 flights today. All of it on the heels of an unprecedented week that left more than 15,000 flights grounded and thousands of passengers stranded. Every flight was overbooked. Now, after the meltdown, comes the makeup with Southwest promising to return lost luggage to passengers, shipping bags for free, even flying them on their own planes, and setting up a special website for passengers to submit receipts to get reimbursed for hotels, food, and rental cars while stranded. It's something Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg promised to enforce. We are going to be putting Southwest Airlines under a microscope in terms of their delivering these kinds of reimbursements and refunds to passengers. In a scathing new letter to the airline CEO, Buttigieg lays out priorities for the airline to its customers, from paying $3,800 to each passenger with provable damages from lost luggage to repaying the cost of flights booked on other airlines. Buttigieg says his department will use the fullest extent of its investigative and enforcement powers to hold Southwest accountable. The airline said to me that they were going to go above and beyond what's required of them. Uh, I'm looking to make sure they actually do that. And if they don't, uh, we are in a position to levy tens of thousands of dollars per violation per passenger in fines. Does your department share any blame in this, sir? Should you have seen this coming? We have taken every step to increase the standard of customer service right now. Uh, Now, I can't go in and fix an IT system for an individual airline that is failing to do its job. Uh, But as a watchdog, our department is going to do everything it takes to hold them accountable. And guys, you heard him talk about the systems there. That was one of the biggest issues with this entire debacle, a massive slowdown in the system that handles employees' schedules. Well, the airline says that now they've set up what they're calling a volunteer army, more than a 1,000 employees ready to step in and schedule employees manually if necessary. Peter. Yeah, a lot of passengers waiting for this day to finally come. Blaine, thank you so much. Well, New Year's Eve is just a day away, and preparations are well underway for the big event to ring in 2023 in New York's Times Square. NBC's Stephanie Gosk is there for us. Steph, you can feel the excitement building. 
Yeah, it's really great, Kristen. You know, the barricades are up. A lot of barricades have to be set up. And as you mentioned, this is going to be the first Times Times Square celebration at New Year's Eve since the pandemic began with no COVID restrictions. In 2020, the public wasn't even invited here. It was first responders. Then last year, there was that Omicron surge and they had to scale things back significantly. This year, it's all holes barred. They are, they are going for it. And it's going to be a really fun night. That Waterford crystal ball is ready to go. There are special crystals on it, about 120 of them, designed by Irish craftsmen that reflect the theme for this year, which is the gift of love. And then here, as that ball drops, there will be hundreds of thousands of people and about a billion people tuning in. It's going to be quite a party. 3,000 pounds of confetti, as well as a bunch of live acts, including Duran Duran, Chelsea Cutler, and Jack. So it's going to be an incredibly fun night. And I have to say, you know, we've done a lot of coverage here in Times Square throughout COVID. It has gotten pretty grim at times. It's going to be really wonderful to see things back up and running normally here in Times Square. Uh, Steph, you are so right about that. I think those crowds are going to be such a welcome sign. But given how many people they're expecting, how are authorities preparing for these massive crowds? Yeah, security is always an issue uh, for, for this event. But, you know, the NYPD says there is no credible threat. People who come here will see a lot of it. They'll see those bomb sniffing dogs and metal detectors. And then when they actually get inside with the, the so-called pens that are these barricades are set up to create, you're not allowed to bring a lot of stuff. You can't bring coolers or large bags or umbrellas. And as you've mentioned, the weather is going to be warm, but it is also going to be rainy. So that could get a little uncomfortable. Kristen. That's for sure. Steph, you are in the heart of all of it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I'm still excited about Duran Duran. I have one of their Velcro wallets <laughs> from seventh sure. grade. The weather, as you know, plays a huge part in any New Year's celebration. New Yorkers wondering if rain really is in store for their Saturday night. Well, out west, the situation has turned dangerous in places. Holiday traffic brought to a standstill by some heavy and wet snow in Denver yesterday. That's thanks to a massive storm that is now on the move this morning. Dylan is here with more on all of it. Dylan, what are we watching for? Well, we are going to see rain in Times Square. So if you can't bring the umbrellas, you'll need the poncho or something because leading up to midnight, that's when we're going to see a lot of that heavier rain. Here it is right now down through southeastern Arkansas into Louisiana. Some heavier rain is falling and that will travel along the Gulf Coast today. Then it will make its way into the northeast tomorrow. We're already awaiting our next storm system to make its way on shore in the Pacific Northwest and down through northern California, too. So that's the setup for today. Rain, wind, snow out west, snow obviously in the higher elevations, strong storms down along the Gulf Coast, record warmth possible, if you can believe it, across parts of the Northeast and into the Mid-Atlantic. Then on Saturday, as we finish off 2022, it looks beautiful through the middle of the country, stormy in the Southeast and stormy out West, too, with a big storm system bringing lots of rain, perhaps several inches of rain, which could lead to some flooding, drenching downpours for the Southwest at midnight tomorrow night, clear through the middle of the country and still a little damp across the Northeast into the New York City area. But that whole storm system will exit as we go into New Year's Day, but still keeping things, uh, keeping a close eye on things in the southwest where that storm will bring heavy rain to the southwest on Sunday. Peter. Dylan, thanks so much. We'll get the national forecast from you in just a few minutes. Meantime, a federal spending bill has passed just before the end of the year, officially avoiding a government shutdown. President Biden signed the $1.7 trillion spending package yesterday, unlocking funds for a number of programs, including medical research, defense disaster recovery, violence against women and crucial assistance to Ukraine. 
But the bill left out several measures, like the expansion of the child tax credit and COVID-19 response funding. The spending bill will keep the government operating through September of next year. Meantime, big crowds on New Year's Eve as well as holiday travel, all raising new concerns this morning about the potential for COVID and flu cases surging in the days and weeks ahead. That's as so many Americans return from those holiday visits with family and as kids get back to school. NBC's Gotti Schwartz has the very latest. Gotti, good morning. Hey, good morning, Peter. Yeah, this is the last thing you probably want to hear heading into this weekend, but the numbers are showing the dreaded triple-demic continues as COVID, flu, and RSV cases are hitting communities hard. Medical experts are bracing for a rise in cases in the weeks after New Year's, but there are some things people can do over the next winter holiday uh, to stay safe. Take a listen. As countless revelers prepare to ring in the year among large crowds or New Year's Eve parties, medical experts are urging communities and families to be on guard. We need to continue to stay vigilant. This is the third consecutive winter here in the United States where we're dealing with COVID-19 in addition to influenza, RSV, and other respiratory viruses. Across the country, the triple-demic is showing no signs of easing up. And experts say all three of these airborne viruses are still highly contagious among children and adults. Distance gathering, staying at home and avoiding others when ill, and continuing to uh, promote vaccination as the primary means for disease prevention. The city health department in Boston hosting a free vaccine clinic. Yeah, I had a new baby this week, so uh, just for the health of the family, thought it would be great to come in and get the next vaccination. Boston schools now considering a temporary mask mandate when students return from winter break. Our number one goal is to make sure that everyone is safe, and um, but mostly that the staffing levels can be where, where they need to be in order for schools to remain open. Across the country in L.A., the Pasadena Rose Parade, canceled in 2021 and hosted with a mask mandate in 2022, returns on Monday without any pandemic restrictions. But health officials there are strongly recommending attendees mask up. I urge people, uh, especially those who are most vulnerable, even if you're outside uh, in these crowded spaces like at the Rose Bowl uh, parade, go ahead and put that mask on. Beginning next week, the U.S. will once again start requiring negative COVID test results from anyone flying from China to the States amid the latest surge in COVID cases there and fears concerning new variants that could emerge. We don't know what variants uh, could be spreading in China. So without knowing that, it's hard to know whether uh, someone coming from China could be introducing yet a brand new variant. And a little more on what's happening in China right now. Federal health officials say China's lack of adequate and transparent COVID data is what led them to start requiring those no uh, negative COVID test results for travelers. Again, they say the lack of reported data makes it harder for U.S. health officials to identify new variants, while some researchers there are estimating that China is still seeing as many as 9,000 COVID deaths a day. Peter. So many families with fingers crossed to get through this time healthy. Gotti, thank you very much. And now to the very latest from the Vatican this morning. Pope Francis is asking for continued prayers for former Pope Benedict XVI. The Vatican says the 95-year-old is alert and stable, but his condition remains serious. NBC's Molly Hunter is there with the very latest. Molly, good morning to you. 
Kristen, good morning to you. So all of the information that we are getting is either from Pope Francis, who, of course, on Wednesday said that the Pope Emeritus was very sick. He invited the world's faithful to join him in praying for the former pope. And actually, in just a few hours, there is a mass right here in Rome in honor of the former pope. The rest of the information is coming from the Holy See press office. And we do not have anything new this morning, aside from the fact that his situation is very serious. But it's, he's stable, at least at the moment, Kristen. Well, you know, uh, all eyes of the world are on this right now. And news of his health has really reignited the conversation about a pope abdicating. He was the first one to do so in about 600 years, leading now to lots of unanswered questions about procedures. So what can you tell us about that conversation, Molly? Yeah, that's exactly right. So retiring, of course, in 2013 was a massive shockwave. And he said a whole new president. He showed that a pope could step away from a job for life. And when former Pope Benedict was still pope, he decided how he would live out his retirement. He decided he would live in the walls of Vatican City. He even decided his title. Now, when he passes in death, he will be setting a new president. And of course, there are definitely plans in place. The Vatican has not shared those plans about the funeral or the future burial with us. Benedict was likely involved in actually planning. Now, Kristen, what's interesting is there are some in the Catholic Church who say a retirement of a pontiff is something that will never happen again. There are others in the Catholic Church, though, who say actually maybe this is a moment where the Catholic Church can really start to create a new set of rules, can normalize the retirement of a pontiff by deciding what that title would be, where that person might actually live, and actually whether or not this may open doors for others, whether it's Pope Francis or future popes, to consider this path in the future, Kristen. Yeah fascinating debate playing out as uh, the world sends its well wishes. Thank you, Molly. Very much appreciate it. And as we get ready to ring in the new year, what better way to kick off 2023 than with a mega millions jackpot? NBC senior national correspondent Carrie Sanders joins us with more on tonight's $640 million drawing. Carrie, a lot of black eyed peas are being downed right now, but I'd probably I'd probably settle for the jackpot instead. Oh, my God. It's an eye-popping amount, really, when you think of $640 million. Look, in the 20-year history of the Mega Millions, this $2 bet now for these five numbers plus the Mega Ball, it's only reached this five other times over $600 million. So we're talking about an insane amount of money here. If you were to take the cash option, that's $328.3 million. Don't we all wish going into the new year that that would be our question, whether we want to take the full amount in one lump sum or not? Uh, interestingly, there has been a New Year's Eve, New Year's Day winner before. That was back in 2019. So it's always possible. And while mathematicians will tell you this is useless information, I'm going to pass it along anyway because it's just plain interesting. The number 22 has been drawn 32 times. The number 11 has been drawn 28 times. The number 9 has been drawn 26 times. So there are some numbers that, some numbers that seem to pop up more than others. So guys... If you don't see me here next year, <laughs> it's possible that I won. Or maybe I could say, guys, I've already run the jackpot in yeah. life. Uh. That's for sure. Carrie, I was just going to compliment. Your hair is looking great today. The shirt's really good looking. I just, I've always been a big fan of your reporting. So if it goes really well, just know I said those things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, buddy. Good luck to you. I'll talk to you soon. Uh.
Hey, right. we won the jackpot having Carrie Sanders. Yeah, that's Carrie's for sure. People, are you a lump sure. sum guy or are you over time? We'll have that conversation time. if I win. I try not to get ahead of things. <laughs> Fingers crossed. All right, Dylan, what about you? Lump sum. Yes, All right. 100%. Just give it to me and, and then I can move on. Um, we do have uh, severe storms possible down across the uh, Gulf Coast today. Something to keep an eye out for as the heavier rain moves through Louisiana into Mississippi, too. In the Northeast, a beautiful day, lots of sunshine, warm temperatures, perhaps even hitting some record highs in some spots. Sunny and chilly back through the upper Midwest, but at least it's dry. Temperatures in the 30s and 40s, but we do have a flood risk possible across central and northern California today. And that's your latest forecast. Dylan, thank you very much. And coming up right here, the world is remembering Pele, one of the greatest of all time in the sport of soccer. We're going to take a look at the legacy and his remarkable career. A real icon. Plus, traveling for the holidays has been tough this year between a Christmas weekend snowstorm and airline delays, but our Vicky Wynn has some tricks to keep in your back pocket to save stress next time. You'll thank yourself later, but first, this is Today on NBC. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back now at 7.30, December 30th, 2022, New Year's Eve Eve. And Jacob Soboroff is back with us to get the party started. Check it out. All systems are a go for the annual confetti drop. Every year before New Year's Eve in Times Square, crews do a highly scientific, highly colorful test <laughs> to make sure things go off without a hitch. If you'll be there, you'll see 3,000 pounds of confetti. Yes, guys, 3,000 pounds of confetti and, of course, the beautiful ball. I, I would I would much prefer an invite to the dress rehearsal where less people it, are in Times like Square and play with the confetti. Yeah. Yeah. Do the practice round. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's going to be a good one and a full house there. But now we do want to get a check of your 730 headlines this morning, including new calls for Representative-elect George Santos to be investigated by Congress. Incoming Representative Nick Lelota and Santos is a election opponent, Robert Zimmerman, want the House Ethics Committee to investigate Santos after he admitted to lying on his resume about his background, Wall Street career, and college degree. Federal and county prosecutors have already opened investigations into Santos's finances. The New York Republican is scheduled to be sworn in next Tuesday. The cost of a life-saving drug for people with diabetes will be capped beginning January 1st, but not every patient's going to get the relief. The new aid is part of the Inflation Reduction Act set to go into effect in the new year, keeping the cost of insulin at $35 or under a month. But the only patients who qualify are seniors on Medicare. That's going to leave millions of diabetics out. 
The price of the drug can range from $50 a vial to more than $1,000 each month. We do have some sad news that rocked the sports world and beyond. The family of Brazilian soccer legend Pele announcing the iconic athlete died at the age of 82. Pele famously said he was born to play soccer, just like Beethoven was born to write music and Michelangelo was born to paint. While soccer fans know that that is, of course, true, today the world recognizes a life that transcended sport as tributes pour in for one of the greatest athletes of all time. Overnight in Brazil, fans mourning the loss of soccer legend Pelé. The global sports icon died in a Sao Paulo hospital on Thursday at the age of 82 after a battle with colon cancer. Born to poverty in 1940, Edson Arantes do Nascimento dominated his Sao Paulo schoolyard, where he picked up the nickname Pelé. In 1950, he watched his father cry after Brazil's World Cup loss to Uruguay. Then I told him, Father, no, don't worry, I'm going to win one World Cup for you. Pelé made good on that promise. In 1958, at just 17, he sprinted onto the world stage, becoming the youngest player to score a goal in a FIFA World Cup match. Brazil went on to win the Cup, the country's first of three with Pelé as their star, making him the only player to earn three World Cup titles. He became the world's highest-paid athlete and thrilled Americans in 1975 by signing with the New York Cosmos before retiring from the sport two years later. I feel very, very, very sorry because I love soccer. And uh, it's uh, like a part of my life I, I lost. But Pelé would continue to gain fame off the pitch, serving as a U.N. ambassador, even becoming a frequent White House guest. Pelé's declining health became public last year as he underwent surgery to remove a tumor from his colon. He was later hospitalized during this year's World Cup, just one month before his death. Tributes to soccer's king flooded social media. Soccer superstar Cristiano Ronaldo called Pelé an inspiration to so many millions. Former President Obama wrote he understood the power of sports to bring people together. And Pelé's daughter shared this heartfelt message for her father. Everything we are is thanks to you. We love you infinitely. While Pelé coined his sport as the beautiful game, today it's his beautiful message that fans across the world echo. Say with me, three times, love, love. We could all use some of that, couldn't we? It's that message of love that will be cemented in Pelé's legacy. You know, guys, when you look back at his life, you'll certainly be awed by all the athletic ability he's had on the pitch. But it's, it's truly his ability to extend and transcend beyond the world of sport, I think, that he'll be most remembered for. Absolutely. Andy Warhol said most people have 15 minutes of fame. He would have 15 centuries. And that it, that's exactly true. right. It's so true. He turned soccer into art and entertainment. The guy was one of a kind. He sure was. One of a kind, for sure. We will miss him. All right. Well, coming up, we're looking back at other sports and entertainment figures the world lost this year and their impact. But first, travel this holiday season has not been easy. Vicki Wynn has tips for navigating the chaos. Hi, good morning, guys. We all witnessed what happened over that Christmas travel mare, or some of us experienced it firsthand. Coming up, I'm going to tell you what to do before your next trip and also what to do if you're caught up in that chaos so you can have smooth sailing. That's right after these messages right here on Today. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. 
flights, hotels, cars, transportation. It's all right there with one travel you can book online via app or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus. When you just want to get your vacation started by actually getting into your room, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we deliver your key right to your phone on the Hilton Honors app. Hilton for the stay. Now with today's Consumer Confidential, for many, the 2022 holiday season has been fraught with travel mayhem. Oh man, sure has. Once in a generation winter storm, a pre-pandemic number of travelers and tens of thousands of delayed or canceled flights. This all collided to create, honestly, just a travel nightmare. NBC senior consumer and investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn is here, fortunately for us, with a good guide to work your way through these travel woes. Vicki, what do you know? So whether you are traveling by car, by train, and especially a biplane. For many people, getting around this holiday season has been frustrating with a capital F. But I talked to the experts for the advice on what you should be doing before, during, and after your travel to make your next trip the smoothest experience possible. When it comes to travel, it has been one of the most stressful holiday seasons on record. Four days we were stuck. We had to book this Allegiant flight for $3,000. Then yesterday, hotel night, by our own food, it cost me almost $10,000. So how do you make it through a chaotic travel season without the chaos? First, there are things you should know and do before you even head to the airport. Check your flight status. It's on your carrier's website or their app. Don't rely on the airlines to proactively notify you. As we've seen this past week, when an airline has a, a particularly widespread meltdown, sometimes their, their systems that normally would notify you might be under a bit of strain. Don't check a bag. Just bring a carry-on. This will greatly increase your flexibility if there are delays, cancellations, or if you miss a connecting flight. If you do have to check a bag, put a GPS tracker inside of it and take a picture of the contents. I was told my luggage would arrive on the next available flight that has been sent, but so far no luggage. Remember, under federal law, you're entitled to reimbursement up to $3,800 for any items lost in checked luggage. And rather than purchase travel insurance, take stock of all the ways you may already be insured possibly through your credit card, the federal government, and even the airline itself. Now, if you do get to the airport and your flight gets canceled, act quickly. It's a first-come, first-serve environment in terms of getting onto a new flight. The quicker you act, the more options you're going to have. Many times the loophole to get through to an agent as quick as possible is actually to look up an airline's international phone numbers. Also, the major carriers have something called interline agreements, which allows them to book you on other airlines if your flight gets canceled. The budget airlines like Spirit, Frontier, and even Southwest do not have these agreements. So a cancellation could result in days of delays. In many cases, you're actually going to be entitled to things like compensated meals, free hotel for the night, taxi to and from the hotel. And if you are picking someone up from the airport, make sure you get their flight number. That way you can check online to see if they've been delayed or redirected. 
And it is important to note the Department of Transportation website has a link. Get familiar with it. It's called the Airline Customer Service Dashboard. It spells out in very clear terms for you what you're entitled to when your flight is canceled. But keep in mind, it's different per airline. So some will give you a hotel. Others will rebook you on a different airline. Some will pay for your meals. And by the way, we know you can't protect yourself from all travel headaches. But one tip now with technology, put a tracker, a GPS tracker in your bag. I mean, I love that tip. If you if you can't do the carry-on, that's the fastest way to find your luggage if it's lost. Yeah, you know where the bag is. The question next is, how do you get, how it, do back? You get to it? Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Airline customer service dashboard. <laughs> yeah, Writing it down right. right now. Keep it on your, on your hand. You're the best. Thank you. Right. Thank Thanks, you Vicky. Appreciate it. All right. Well, obviously, travelers have their eyes on the skies. For that, we go to Dylan. You're tracking some weather in the West Coast. Yeah, in the West Coast storm, uh, it's been storm after storm after storm. So that's why we are just continuing to see the impact with winter storm warnings, ice storm warnings, and flooding possible down across California. This is all great news to fill up the reservoirs, to get all the rain we need in that part of the country. Unfortunately, it's just happening all at the same time. So more rain is moving into northwestern California, where it's heaviest right now. So central and northern California today will be the area where we see the heaviest of the rain. Also, western Oregon will see some of that heavier rain, too. You go up above 5,000 feet, we're going to see mostly snow. Then as we go into tomorrow, you see it shift south of San Francisco, more into the L.A. area. That's going to be where we'll see some of our heaviest rain tomorrow. Then this moves across the Rockies and brings some of the heavier snow uh, through the higher elevations as we continue through the weekend. And then we'll wait for the next storm system to make its way on shore. We are going to, through Sunday, though, see up to about three to five inches of rain. Again, 10 inches possible in some of the foothills in the Sierra Nevada mountain range. As for snow, again, above 9,000 feet is where we could end up with about five feet of snow. Again, this is all great for uh, the ski resorts. This is great for the reservoirs. But it is just unfortunate when it all happens at the same time over a holiday weekend when folks are traveling. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan, thank you. Coming up next, we are taking another look at some of the best and most thought-provoking images of the year with an award-winning photographer here to talk about the story behind each of them. That's right after this. We are back with the best and most thought-provoking photos of the last year through the eyes of a multi-award-winning photographer. That's for sure. Al Bello is a 30-year veteran photographer and a senior correspondent for Getty Images. He's here with some very special moments and pictures from 2022. Al, good morning. Thanks for being with us. Morning, Al. Morning, guys. Al, this is a great way to reflect on the last year. And perhaps one of the most dominant stories, of course, is what's been happening in Ukraine right now. The continued bombardment by the Russians. And I want to start with this photo of a Ukrainian Mm. couple there because it really does capture the resilience of the Ukrainian people. Yeah, I mean, when Chris McGrath took this picture, uh, they were in Irpin early in the war and uh, uh, they were being evacuated. Uh, The women from the men had to stay back and fight and the women were going on the evacuation train. uh, And he was with this couple early on in the morning. And just when the train was about to leave, her husband reached across um, the gates and grabbed her and they had one last so kiss powerful. goodbye. It was beautiful. I mean, beautiful talk about photo. a snapshot. That is a single moment in time. Another one I want to ask you about is this photo of the Queen's casket. Mm. This is a moment that literally got the entire world to stop and pause uh, and, and reflect. What's beautiful about this photo is uh, the shape of it and the uh, background is clean the white hands and all the other guardsmen around the queen's casket. Uh, it's beautiful, almost like a heart. 
in a yeah. way, mm-hmm. and uh, she was loved by so many. She sure was. It's a beautiful moment of celebration and mourning captured in that photo. I want to go to an iconic image here from the U.S., Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson, Justice oh, yeah. Ketanji Brown-Jackson, mm-hmm. being sworn in as a Supreme Court justice, the first black female justice sworn in. Tell us about this. Absolutely. And look at all the people around her. Mm-hmm. I mean, all eyes are on Judge Justice Jackson. Um, she's beaming. I mean, and the, the uh, backstory a little bit, a photographer Anna, uh, had to wait eight hours to get that photo. A lot of photography wow. is weird. Hurry up and wait. You ever hear that? Um, <laughs> I have been there a million times. That's the name but... of the game in this business. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great photo. Um, it's a great moment. And, uh, yeah, it's great. One of the biggest icons who's been photographed a zillion times is Tiger Woods mm. making a huge comeback this last year. Just look at the way he's framed by the light. This shot is so cool. I love this photo. I have, for the second I saw it, um, you know, and Mike uh, Ehrman who took this, uh, it's perfect because uh, Tiger's got his red on. It's at night, which is yeah. unusual. It's at almost just past twilight. He positioned the, uh, the subject, Tiger, behind the spotlight and it's like a almost like a painting mm. it's, it's beautiful really? beautiful really photo is. the it, final image was captured by you oh, which yeah. shows the first woman to play in pro men's baseball uh yeah um her name is uh kelsey whitmore and um she's pitching against a ominous looking sky look at that uh she's wow. the first first woman t- uh, to play professional baseball in a, in a man's league and uh succeeding um she's got the first hit the first time to pitch all uh, uh with the team associated with major league baseball um she's quite a resilient strong uh player it is just a remarkable photo, the power and the movement in it. Thank you, Al Bello. We really appreciate it. Thanks, and happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, everybody. So wonderful to see you. you. We really appreciate, appreciate it. it. And coming up, we look ahead to some new laws that take effect January 1st, from legalizing marijuana and changing gun regulations to a new state holiday in honor of the Lunar New Year. And then Nick Cannon welcoming baby number 12, his ever-growing family announcing they just gained a new bundle of joy. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel.